Hey everybody, welcome to our Sunday edition of Jizz Talking right here at jizztalking.com. <laughs> and we are with the one and only Lisa Centrese. Lisa, how are we doing today? We're doing. It's so great to see you. We kind of booked you kind of by accident. I, we had a post going and and someone says, we're out to have Lisa on. And Lisa says, yeah, we got to have me on. And then I said, okay, when? And he said, August 1st. And I said, okay. And so you're here. And, and that's yes. the best thing about it. So fantastic yes. to have you here. And uh, this is your first live interview show since I would say the Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder, one of my favorite guys. Uh, he always had that dry sense of humor and that good laugh. He always yeah. smoked cigarettes on the show and everything. Yep. So, uh, and we're going to talk about that, but that was 40 years ago. Yes, 40, 40. You don't feel old, do you? No. I mean, I'm getting old, so it is what it is, but I'm right. still immature. Right. Well, I mean, I see you every morning working out of the gym, and uh, it's like you get up at such an ungodly hour to do that. I mean, I'm it getting up to good. go to the bathroom. Feels good to do it that way. You have a, a, a squat challenge or something that you're doing so many of those? I did 10,000 squats in the month of June. 10,000 that I did. Wow. I, I, uh, I lose the remote and the couch. And I think I get the gold medal, you know, <laughs> so. 333 a day, but I finished it two days early. Wow. That's just amazing. Yep. Hey, we have, uh, we have some good friends of yours here and it wouldn't be a good show. And, uh, without the, our, our guy who keeps us honest, Casey Scott's with Casey. <laughs> Hey, Lisa, how are hey, Casey? you? I'm good. <laughs> Good, good to see you. And it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> you have your headset now and everything. <laughs> I do. I'm like, <laughs> I like it better all in here. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you're um, the voice in my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I have to say, just off the start, um, I have always been a big Lisa Centrice fan. Um, one of my absolute favorites. So much personality, so much, so much talent sexual talent so much um personality so much presence <laughs> and then and so then when i reached out to you and started talking to you and we got to know each other i was like this not only is she was she incredible then she is like even more incredible now she is one of the coolest chicks on the planet and i just adore you i think you are such a sweetheart and i i'm so glad that that we're friends and in touch and um yeah, I, I you're, the, you. you're the best. You know that. You're the best. <laughs> thank you, honey. And thank you for my um, my um, tutorial that you gave me, which I didn't even get to use yet because. <laughs> my gummies. I, yes. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to do it because you spent all this time doing this nice tutorial, how to create these these very nice edibles and mm -hmm. um, for, on my vacation. And um everyone showed up with their own edibles. And so I was like, okay, well, oh, no, well. I'll, just, I'll just save this for me. It's all for me, yeah. not for, not for my friends. So <laughs> I'll help you anytime you can call me during and I'll walk you through it. If you awesome. have questions, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Well, and also we were um, uh, on Facebook, people were mess uh, mentioning how helpful a YouTube channel would be. I think that's something that you would be so good at. I think that I might be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be really great and helpful because you're like, yeah, you are my like my cannabis the, kitchen. Yes, cannabis kitchen. Yes, you're the cannabis whisperer. You know how to. I am. <laughs> I'm the weed person. Yeah, my medicine. I love it. It's my medicine. 
Yes, exactly. But you, yeah, you know, you know what works, you know, what doesn't work and you know, the different strains and things that are the best. So yep. yeah, well, I, I will let, I will let other people, I'm sure everyone else has lots of questions and things, but um, yeah, I just had to say, I love you and you're fantastic. I love you too, Casey. You know that. <laughs> My favorite there. Oh, uh, thank you. Woof, woof. Well, welcome back to Casey because I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna dig up a few archives and say, but did you know? And uh, like he does once in a while, that we always oh, I, yeah, he, I he has a lot of Lisaisms. <laughs> he has a lot. I didn't. I don't have the gossip columns with me, but I remember them, so I might bring I, them I, up. I'm sure. <laughs> The gossip yep. column queen of 1981 to 82. I was, yeah. wasn't I? I always ended up in the gossip column, but. Yep. Right. That means people are talking. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And they're leaving somebody else alone. So there Yes. Yes. All right. Kathy Brown is with us. Kathy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good to be here. Um, it's good to talk to Lisa. We communicate yeah. a lot on Facebook. We do. We do. It's good to see you and hear your voice. You look beautiful. Thank you. So do you, by the way. Thank you. Miss Badass. Uh, <laughs> you too, with all your squats. Well, look at you. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm really intrigued because a lot of people traveled to New York to get into the industry and you were kind of close by. Um, I'm wondering what made you, you know, make the, make the jump. And also, what was it like to work with people like uh, Cecil Howard? Because I know he directed Firestorm and probably other movies that you were in. So it's, there's my two-part question. So I, I lived in Long Island. Mm -hmm. I was brought into the city by a woman named Dominique, who ended up owning the Melody. But I knew her through her brother. So she actually did a photo shoot of me to bring to Peter Wolf. Yeah. Um, when he was the editor of Wee Magazine, it was, I was like a Christmas elf and I ended up getting a gig. So that's how I ended up in Manhattan with Peter Wolf. Mm -hmm. and I never went home. I mean, literally, I, I just turned 18. Wow. Went to the city. I was very sheltered. And there was the city and Peter Wolf and that whole crazy life. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm staying. I never went home. And what did you think of Dominique? Did you get along with her? Because I know... He was an in-law, okay? <laughs> and there's serious mental illness in that family. She, uh, I kind of humored her. I didn't even take her serious. I didn't even know about anything about the Melody when she was like, oh, I'm doing photography for Peter Wolf. I didn't know who the fuck she was talking about. Right. And I kind of just did it to get her off my bat. But because she was family. So, or an in-law at mm -hmm. the time right but her real name is dominique droge or madeline droge not dominique her name is right. madeline droge and she was a businesswoman i knew her when she was a businesswoman so i the whole melody thing was a shock to me but it wasn't a shock but she got me hooked up with peter wolf and it just mm -hmm. went from there and i really didn't associate with her even at the melody i stayed away from her Right, because I know she just, could be difficult to work with. She wasn't so uh, nice and fair to the No, girl, no, but. she was hardcore business. I mean, I knew how she was with other things that she did. She had like a mm -hmm. dental business with dental supplies. and But she was very shrewd always, but mm -hmm. not my cup of tea. But she helped me out of a bad situation. So, yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. So what was it like working with Howard Winter? Oh, 
I loved Howard Winter, Cecil Howard. Uh, he was always so nice to me, and I loved his. Movie. What did I? What did I work on with him? Because um, I don't remember Fire names. Storm. Firestorm was one. Were you in? I did. You were. I no. Because it says it in IMBD that it says fire that you were in Firestorm. Hmm. Let's Wish bring in Casey. I need, well, to fix, I, I, need, I need to fix that because that's not yeah. that's not accurate. Um, okay. Yeah, you missed Howard. You missed. I think I think Lisa missed Howard Winters because oh. I think she she should have been in a Howard Winters movie. Yeah, that, that would have been with a great great match. The acting chops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. She had the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I came yeah. question back because <laughs> I was like Firestorm. Wait, I don't even remember seeing that. Okay. Well, I'll turn it over to somebody else. Thanks for answering that question. You rock, woman. Nice to you see you. Abby, it's always great to have you a part of this. Uh, next week, our guest is going to be Lily Craven, and she is just a wildcat. I uh, had a good chance to, to meet with her at the Exotica in Chicago, and she kind of helped, helped me out of a uh, kind of a jam anyway, and she'll tell more about her career and what she's up to these days next week here on our Just Talk and Zoom show. Uh, some of you had kind of a parallel career, but on the, a different coast. Richard Pacheco is with us. Richard, how are we doing tonight? Pretty good. Nice to be here. Hi, folks. Hey. Lisa, it's nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we were sort of walking around the same time, but on different sides of the country. I know who you are. Okay. And yeah. on, this, on this show, I, I, I shared this with the group. Anybody remember Hollywood Squares? Yes. Well, one of the squares was always occupied by an old man named Charlie Weaver, Cliff Arquette. And okay. That's what, who I am here. Patrick <laughs> 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 no. lying to me. I believe, and he, he always tried to talk like this. And oh, yeah, he was funny, but it was an acquired taste. And he was way past his prime in terms of show business. And they, they had him on the show for the one or two jokes he would get to say per show. <laughs> that's my job so here okay. i am doing my job uh, okay. i'm here to find out more about you i've heard um sean elliott raving about you for the last three weeks so he gets a hard on when he just thinks of you um, yes yeah well that's a good business to begin then <laughs> i had to help sean a few times while we were working yeah yeah well we better check in with sean to make sure this is accurate and I got, I got you. There you go. You got me? Yeah. I don't even know this chick. Never <laughs> yeah. met her in my life. <laughs> Never uh, met her. Don't know her. Help uh, me out, Lisa. Help me out. <laughs> so Lisa, uh, Lisa is special to me. Uh, she was then. And then because of uh, Casey and some people we met, uh, some of the people on, on the Zoom probably don't know this, but uh we had some signings to do that Patrick and Aaron sent some uh, photos from movies. And right. uh, Lisa doesn't live that far from me, but we're about what we meet halfway. We're like an hour. An Close hour? Yeah. It's about an hour. 69. Our, our favorite exit. 69. Exit 69. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and as soon as I got out of the car, I saw her and I said, damn. And in that New York streetwise, chick that my perception 40 years ago hadn't changed a bit she got more beautiful she's cool as hell i love her uh we're we're good friends we talk all the time so it's funny yeah. talking to you on this thing 
expanding it because it's, it's kinda, like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to get an answer to that question, really, you're killing my career, all, all 12 movies I did. But we were doing Debbie Does Dallas, too. And I had a, a scene with Lisa B. And uh, Alan Adrian was uh, John Mauser was a cop. I was a cop. We were both with Lisa in that scene. And it was a long day. It was cold out. And um, this little shit was on the set. And all of a sudden I looked at her and I said, uh, and she looked at me and she goes, you need a fluff? I said, I sure do. So, <laughs> so that was the first time I met the girl. And everybody says, we never heard of a fluff. Well, that was my fluff. And the scene turned out fucking great. So thank so you. So I said uh, it? Is that your story? You, you, I yeah, said yeah. it? You didn't you, say well, help me I'm, out? I don't know. Maybe I Lisa, it, help you know, me out. Maybe okay. I begged for it. Sounds like but, some uh, begging yeah. was involved. Yes. Some begging. <laughs> I said it sounds like Peggy some begging was involved. was involved. I still owe her. I still owe her my, my I still owe her a mortgage on that. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's she's adorable. I mean, uh, Lisa Centrese. I mean, she was on freaking billboards in New York City. She she had the sexiest army uniform and shorts in a mag. <laughs> I mean, I saw that before I knew the chick. I said, this is a girl I want to be. With. One thing I do want to say about Lisa, we've talked about this. I don't know if you were working for, uh, was it uh, Xavier uh, or was Gloria Leonard, but there was a magazine, I don't know if it was Cherry, maybe uh, Kathy helped me out. There was a magazine and I had I to do, uh, what, what was it? High Society. It was High Society. Right. <clears throat> so you know how she would sometimes hire talent, you know, I did, I was in between gigs and she hired me to do an expose at a, at a swing club. I forget which one it was. It wasn't quite those. And, um, and there's my age. There's the freaking brain fart right there. Right there. I got a good story in about 10 minutes if you want to come back to me, Patrick. Don't blame me. I lost it. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll just have <laughs> and it's your fault. You drained everything out of me. And I'm smoking the joint, <laughs> oh, okay? Oh, I know what it was. You, you and I, you walked me over to the magazine. We were holding hands in Midtown, New York. We got a, uh, something to eat for lunch, and we went over the mat. That's all I remember. This is before we worked together. I just knew you in the industry, knew. And uh, she had that red lipstick. She had that short black hair. Gorgeous girl, man. Still beautiful. Still built like a brick shit house, and could beat crap out of me easily because of those 10,000 squats. But we'll leave it at that. It's a family hour. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All I got. All right. Thanks, I love Marshall. you, Lisa. You bet. <laughs> Lisa, care to reply to any of that? Or, uh, huh? No. Care to reply to anything? <laughs> She's got nothing. I, I'm the ice princess. Sure, sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about what got you on the Tom Snyder show. What got me in? Well, because I was in the Army and I wanted to get out. Peter Wolf and Richard Milner, who both worked in magazines, um, were going to help me disrespect the army so i would get discharged and so we did a little strip tease in front of the recruiting station in times square they gave a press release there was quite a few people there and i was like on day page one of the daily news the new york post there was another one i can't remember and then jamie gillis's friend or girlfriend worked for the tomorrow show and she reached out and booked me nice i, I like yeah. i said i was Always a big fan of the Tom Snyder show. If, if you really want to be truly entertained, if you go on YouTube and and, uh, and search for Tom Snyder and um, uh, Don Rickles, they were the best together. Just so fantastic. Yeah. 
Well, they were great. Hey, let's go to uh, one of our guests here is uh, from a land down under. Joey's with us. Joey, how are you doing? You you switched shifts. Now you can be on with us now. Yes, I can, Patrick. Um, yeah, I've changed shifts and um, uh, I wish it was more pleasant, but um, unfortunately it's not. It's still, um, uh, we, we still can't get it right down here at the moment. Right. There's the coronavirus going on and it's just putting oh. a lot of um, stress, a lot of pressure on us at the moment. Um, lockdown's extended for another four more weeks, we just got told. Wow. So um, it's pretty bad, but hello to everyone over there, Kathy, Sean, Richard, Aaron, g'day, and thank you for having me on, on your broadcast. I appreciate that, Patrick. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Question for Lisa? Yes, um, question for Lisa. Um, I hope I'm, I'm not going to personal, I, I try to be as best I can and try to be polite as best I can here. Um, when you decide to um, move on away from the business, was that an easy um, transaction? Like, I mean, you making know what? friends. It, it was a spur of the moment decision. I just felt like I had to, I was, I was in Chicago anyway, working. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I went back that, or I was worried if I went back, I was doing a lot of dope. I mean, I was doing a lot of Coke and I pretty much had to stay away or I felt like I'd probably die. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it, I thought about it like for a few days long and hard, but then I was like, just focused on getting my shit together and trying to get away from the bad stuff. So, which worked out for me. I mean, I went to college, I had kids, I got married, life is good. I can't complain. And complain. No, that's good. I'm happy yeah. for you. That's beautiful. I'm yeah. sorry if it was a bit. I'm sorry to answer that question. I just just be curious. That's all because you you were in the you were in there for a very short time mm -hmm. in the early stage of the career. But I was I, very young. I turned mm -hmm. 18 a month before I did a photo shoot. So that's how young and naive. I mean, I I was very naive, extremely. I was street smart, but I was very naive. I think that age. I think all of us are very naive. Right. So. Yeah, so, so it's well. like, yeah, but I did the right thing. So no, I have you feel love. Good on you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, um, now I, I, I don't want to be asking too much because I know okay. there's a lot of people there that want to ask questions. I'm going to let everybody ask me questions tonight. I'll stay until everybody gets their oh, questions. No, no, no. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be a gentleman. Okay. Try to be. Um, but yeah, no, nah, thank you for your time. And thank you, Patrick, for that. I really appreciate it. I'll come back later. I'll be you appreciated. We'll, we'll go around a second time, I'm sure. Uh, Eric Monti, a 16-year veteran of the adult profession, uh, entertainment profession is with us. And uh, Eric, you have a question for Lisa. Um, just one real quick one, Lisa. I broke in in New York in 83. What year did you break in? 81. 81? And you left I Like the beginning of 82. That short one year? Yeah, it was very short. How, how many... Things did you do about five or six or eight? Nine, or nine. Yeah. Did you ever you work with Ron Dorfman or uh, Howard Winters or you know, who did you nope. work with? Sean Elliott, Harry Reams, um, Ron Jeremy, Sue Nero, Sharon Mitchell, Ron Sullivan, Ron Sullivan, um. Kevin James, was that his name, Casey? Yeah. Kevin James yeah. on a staircase. Yep. Yeah, he almost punched me, but that's another story. Um, there was a couple, oh, Arbola, I worked with him a couple of times, right? Yeah. That's correct. Jamie Gillis. I think I remember. 
Eric, she had a great scene in Debbie Does Dallas with uh, some guy named Sharon Sean Elliott. It was really good scene. That, no, we, we didn't, didn't work, work together, together in that. that. Mm -mm. No, she was on the same movie, but she worked with uh, Sharon <laughs> and I think Ron Jeremy, and he had to go into a room. Yeah. And you had a dark room. While I was upstairs with Alan Adrian and Lisa B, you were downstairs with Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, okay. Hug and uh, Sharon. You and Debbie does Dallas too, Alicia? Yes. Yeah, she did a scene with Bambi Woods. And Gene uh, Silver. Oh, and Bambi Woods, that's right. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Bambi well. didn't like me, though. She didn't like me. Why? Why? Because I had to molest her in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> tell that story. Tell no, that story. It was just, you gotta tell that story. I was like not me. being a nice girl. I just wasn't story. playing nice. She was a bitch though. Don't give tell me a glycerin story. soap and tell me what to do with it in a bathtub with someone that pissed me off. I mean <laughs> hey, Bambi didn't forget the scene. I was laughing as I I mean, come on. <laughs> Julie has raised her hand like I uh, we're trying to implement this hand-raising policy. Anyway, Kelly, I see you. I love Julie, you. I'm sorry, I had to shout out. Julie, go ahead. Lisa, I'm a big fan of yours. Julie, <laughs> what am I? So there's a, a few people that I just told not too long ago. Sure. Jules is one of them. There's another one on here that I told yesterday. So, And Kelly's on here. You look badass as usual. Look at you, Miss Thing, Miss Roller Derby. Yes. What was your favorite movie and why? What and why? I'm going to say Society Affairs because I really like Harry Reams as a person. And I, and I liked getting to work with him. I mean, he's legend. And he was really nice. I mean, yeah, he let me in. He got us in the Playboy Mansion for a party. <laughs> Hell yeah. I do not love him. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You look great. Thank you. So do you, sweetie. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Julie, for stopping by and, and uh, sharing a little bit. Uh, Cartrell is with us, and I just noticed that. Cartrell. He's one of your friends, too. Let's going to unmute yes. Cartrell here. Go ahead and unmute yourself, Cartrell. There you go. And we still can't hear him. We still can't hear him. Well, doggone it. Well, we'll come back to Cartrell here in a little bit. Yeah. Benjamin is with us. I'm going to unmute Benjamin and uh, see if Benjamin has a question for you. Well, um, I was reading about your, I guess, anti-recruitment uh, photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that was coming after I, you know, I mean, I saw that coming. Yeah, I was just wondering, yeah. like, what was it like? Because, like, I'm just impressed by, like, the sheer guts that it took to do that. <laughs> that's what my mother said, honestly. <laughs> that's what yeah. she said. I just thought it was funny. It was, I mean, I was a crazy kid, and I was fucking the government. So, yeah, it, you know. I guess you said, like, pretty, like, young. So, you, like, were you worried about the bat potential backlash for it? Because, uh, like, there are so many ways. I just probably. didn't want to go after a certain point. I enlisted when I was under 18. So my parents signed for me, but I wasn't going to leave until I was 18. So I had, like, I was 16. And then when I was 18 and I was in the city, why would I want to go to boot camp? Like, you know what I'm saying? You're at this club, that club, you know. So, 
I just, yeah. Yeah, and I got a I got a general discharge that turned honorable. They just wanted me, especially after I was on Tom Snyder. They're like, just don't go on any more talk shows. And <laughs> honorable. A general that turns honorable, just shut up. And I was like, fine. Yeah, well, good yeah. to see you for that. Yeah, they didn't say don't do any faux army layouts. They didn't say that. Yeah, I guess that's, is that the kind of, like, if they say this were like modern time, would you be, think you'd be able to do that now as opposed to, was that something you could only do back then when things were big? You know what? Control? Let me tell you something. Just imagine my father waking up. I was on page one, getting his coffee, thinking his daughter's, you know, a waitress somewhere and she's going in the army and he gets his coffee and I'm on page one right on top of Ted <laughs> Kennedy. Like, and it was my last name. He, he, and he, it was funny because what he said to me was, Bambi Woods. He didn't even know about, like, that I knew Bambi Woods. He's like, Bambi Woods. They all have different names, but not my daughter. I got to get up and read my name in the paper. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, we're going to go to Stephen, and uh, Stephen has his hand up. So thanks a lot, Stephen, for uh, being here. Uh, great to have you. Thank you for doing this. This is great. Um, hey, Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, we have a little dialogue on occasion back and forth on Twitter. It's always a, a, a pleasure. Yeah. So just a, a quick question for you regarding 52 Pickup. How did you end up in that movie? And What's I 52 swear, Pickup? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not 52 Pickup. Uh, that was that was another one with Amber and Lou. No, 8mm. 8mm. So I was like, I have I have gone frame by frame by frame. And I cannot spot you unless, I mean, I know you it's had your very, head shaved at that time. My head was shaved, yeah. And um, I can I don't watch what I do, so <laughs> I don't really know. But I know that a lot of it got cut. But Joel Schumacher really liked me, like, because to him, he was very gay, obviously. And I was androgynous. Gay men loved me with no hair because I looked like a little boy if I wore a big shirt and no makeup. <laughs> No, I'm telling yeah. you, they did. They and the lesbian ones love me too. But I mean, I never let them know. I get that a lot too. Yeah, see, <laughs> see. All right. Shit. Thank you. You bet. But well, yeah, so I got because Ron Jeremy actually got aggravated when he found out I was in it, and I didn't like call call him and get him i'm not joel i don't know the you know what i'm saying i ain't got paul like yeah. i'm lucky i'm on a set like i ain't gonna worry about someone else like it with, don't work like that with all that stuff going on with jeremy what was your experience with him i mean i'm hearing all kinds of reports okay. where he was a son of a bitch you know i'm gonna i'll text you on that all right you can take I, just, I really can't say much <laughs> on that i really can't um right. yeah yeah. But I mean, oh. while I was in the industry, I didn't have a problem with him. Let's let's just say that he was he looked out for me. Uh, can you guys hear me? There Cartrell. you are, Cartrell. Oh, yeah. Cool. We'll go here in a second with you, Cartrell. Stephen, anything else? No, okay. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. But it, it's a, a pleasure. I'm glad you. I'm really you glad again. you're doing this. Thanks. You bet. Hope to see you Thank again. You, and and uh, I, I started a new Twitter page uh, uh, called Jizz Talking. And so. <laughs> Follow me at Jizz Talking. We'll have not only the rerun of this posted, I'll do some other uh, past episodes, and then you'll always know what's coming up. So uh, at 
jizz talking is the key there. Cartrell, how are we doing? Remember, <laughs> Cartrell, you got your sound back. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask two questions. Like, okay, what was it like working on Star Trek? And number two, was Joanna Storm really that eccentric? Because Rob Ebert has told me stories. Um, so. I didn't really know Joanna Storm that well, so it's hard for me to say. Um, as far as Star Trek, it was an amazing experience. It was it was my day started at like two in the morning because I not only had full head, I had like my arms and depending on what I was wearing, different parts of my body covered in um, alien bolian makeup. So it was always long days, but I made really good money. It was a really fun gig. The people on it were great. Um, I I was on the final episode even. So, yeah, it was definitely, um, it paid my bills. It, it was, well, they, you know, in season, I worked a good two weeks a month on that. And that was a high-paying gig for me because of the makeup. So, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. What, what years would you say you did those? What what were the years on those? When did it end? When from the time it ended, like seven years before it ended, I honestly don't know. I think I it was like in 1994-95 when it ended, and then after that, it was like Voyager. I know because I watched Star Trek. No, so. I did Voyager. Is what I was. In. Voyager. I was oh. in the one where we had the the we all had a special bra we had to wear everybody all the women on that show were perfect we had girdles and bras and it was custom made um i think 2000 maybe i know was voyager the one with the black captain it was the one with the woman captain janeway right oh Mary yeah. ryan oh yeah seven of nine everybody oh. remembers sherry ryan yeah kate, kate mulgrew yeah. Kate, yeah, Kate, 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 yeah, Kate. She was she was the reason it ended. She was just tired of it. She didn't like being there. She's from Ohio, isn't she? I don't know. I for a while she lived in Ohio with her husband and she would fly to New York. Or no, California, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not New York. New York was the blue screen. <laughs> All right. All right, Ken uh, Cartrell, thank you very much for stopping by and don't be a stranger again. Kelly had uh, their hand up. Kelly, how are we doing? Kelly, are you with us? I think she can only, I don't think her audio works, but we can go oh. back to her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I see there's a bunch of. Uh, Wait, she's here. She, she says she I'm just here. Texted it. Yeah, she's I mean, here. I don't pay attention much to the uh, the chatting while I'm watching everybody on the screen. So, okay. All right. I didn't know. If, well, Kelly, if you have a question, just type it in and, and somebody will see it in the chat and ask it. <laughs> Kelly's one of my friends that knew me for probably over 10 years and just found out a couple months ago. Same thing with Jules that asked me the question. <laughs> found out that you're in Star Trek? No. <laughs> no. All right. Hey, uh, it's the bottom of, bottom of the hour, and I wanted to bring in Aaron because Aaron has uh, talked to me privately. He's talked to a lot of people privately about a special project that you guys are working on together. So, Aaron, you take it away. Yes, uh, we do have a special project that we are working on together. Um, I actually got two announcements to make, especially after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of sprung on me, but I am happy for it. Um, 
So Lisa's going to be in Florida in November. And when she's down here um, on the weekend from the 12th to the 15th, uh, Lisa is going to be doing her first public offering private signing. Uh, she's never done one of these before. The story I of my be... life. What now? I said the story of my life. I've never done it before. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, X gets the square, right? Yeah. So with, uh, with that being said, um, I'm going to be uh, making announcements towards her uh, private signing um, starting in September. I'm going to start taking send-ins in October. Uh, this is going to be limited. Um, this isn't going to be a dealer free-for-all. There is going to be a pricing structure. I am going to be limiting um, the amount of pieces that people can send in per person to like five. Uh, because not only are we doing a private signing for Lisa that weekend, yep. uh, believe it or not, we have another opportunity at Sue Nero. So Sue has instructed me explicitly that uh, this is going to be her final private signing for a little while. Um, she's not going to be able to take in uh, mail-ins um, for a while, um, I might be able to do another private signing with her maybe next year, depending on how this works out. So y'all definitely do not want to miss this. The same structure going for Lisa is going to also be for Sue. It's going to be limited to five. There's going to be a pricing structure. Everything is going to be send in, um, it's, but it's going to be worth everybody's while. Um, I decided to do it this way because we have a very narrow window when yeah. we're going to be down there seeing Sue. And she said that she wanted to keep the focus on spending time with Lisa, myself, yeah. and my fiance. I haven't seen so I Sue in 40 that. years. I haven't seen her. And I, I'm, I'm blown away still that I'm actually going to be the one viewing this reunion in person. So I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to be kind of blown away myself here, but um, I am happy to announce the private signings for both Lisa and and Sue in November, and like I said, details will start coming out in September. I'll be taking um, orders in October when I get back from Phantasm Orlando. I'll start taking the send-ins. Um, when I announce the pricing structure, if anybody has any questions, they can feel free to PM me and I'll let you know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Um, Sue and Lisa's kind of giving me a little list. And uh, like I said, this is going to be cash only. So that's why I'm keeping it a non-dealer free for all. I really honestly don't want the drama. I really want this to be um, smooth for both Lisa and Sue. And uh, that's, that's how we're going to accomplish this. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to November. I'm looking forward to spending time with Lisa and, and Sue. I mean, we're going to, Lisa and I are going to be doing a car ride uh, to and from our discreet location with Sue, yep. Nero, which I am not going to announce. And um, so I'm really, really looking forward to our time together. I've, I love the fact that you and I chat like early in the morning, late in the evening, during the day. Um, it's been really great getting to know you, um, during this amount of time. I'm, I'm just like Casey, you know, when it comes to you, I love you to death. I love our stories. I love the fact that you and I have become really good friends over a short period of time. And I am really psyched about November. This is going to be, this is going to be crazy, but it's going to be well worth it. 
it's my first full week off work in years, <laughs> in like four years. So, all right. But I saved all my PTO till the end of the year. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's going to be great. I know that uh, uh, we did uh, some signing with uh, with Sue a while back, and then Aaron and I picked up a few pieces from um, uh, Lisa as well a while back. I got. Uh, uh, this one, I believe Joey's got one. Joey ordered one just like this from me a while back. <laughs> goes out this week, Joey. So don't uh, don't worry about that. I mean, I have uh, between Joey and Tara, I've banked some photos. Oh I, God! I don't think it's fair to uh, you know charge Joey every time I send something to Australia. Australia. So I've got for Joey, I've got one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen pictures for Joey that I'm gonna send out this week, and hopefully they'll they'll get there by Christmas. So anyway, uh, thank you, Joey, for your patience. But like I said, I didn't think it was fair to you to send every time I got a photo. Send it out, send it out, send it out, because it was just going to back up some postage, and, and uh, I know you can trust me. So anyway. Joey, I think your package out. is as big as mine, buddy. <laughs> You've got a big package going out to me, too. I Way to go, Joey. So anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go um, to uh, Kelly had a question, and I think, Lisa, if you can read that or if you want me to read it to you. Yeah. Was there anybody... Um, who mentored me. She heard about Dominique, but did someone step in and guide me after that? Actually, Peter Wolf did. The, the gentleman that Dominique introduced me to that I did the photo shoot for, I worked in the office of the magazine um, when I didn't have anything else going on. And he pretty much took me under his wing and, you know, taught me what I should and shouldn't be doing. And I'm very grateful to him. So, yes, definitely. It would have been a lot harder without someone to tell me what was normal for the city and the industry. Yeah, I think that really um, everybody needed a, a helping hand or a guiding hand or just somebody to show you the way down the yeah. road. Um, especially in the city. I, I would just imagine you would, and I'm sure LA too or San Francisco. Uh, Richard, did you have... Uh, uh, kind of a guiding hand in some of that as well, even even though you were a, a male in the in the business. A guiding hand in what, Patrick? Uh, like like kind of showing you the ropes and where to go and who to trust and who not to trust and and a vision. Well, we we were a small community, really. Yeah, uh, that's true. So everybody, you, you made four or five movies, you knew everybody, except for the talents from New York, which would come and go. Um, but yes, you, you find out uh, pretty quick that Leonard Kerbin was an asshole and you don't want to work for him. Um, Svetlana and David were two of the worst people that God ever put on this planet. <laughs> um, they were the only people I ever met that I thought should be deported. I really don't like them being in this country. Um, bad people. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, there were killers and shit in the business. These were worse than that. <laughs> They're just, were just bad people. Uh, anyway, you shared that kind of information, and uh, 
you, you, there were good people too. So you, those are the ones that were fun to share. And um, what a what a an array uh, of ama of amazing human beings to be in this place where you have a job where you get to be intimate with people. Wow, <laughs> wow! Yeah, no sign sure. me up. You know, <laughs> just, we were we were lucky, and then we paid for it every now and then. <laughs> Than having to see these other scumbags that were around, but we shared that information. Yes. Okay. I just didn't know if that was uh, same for the males, the same for the females, or it was just a general general practice. Well, early in my career, for those that, are, that read my book, know all this, but I was terrible at having sex in front of other people. Terrible. A lot terrible. of people are, though. Well, I didn't know that. It, it you know, it seems to me um, I discovered it trial by ordeal, and there was no. Um, Viagra and all that shit. Right, was, that's true. This is live and let die. And the other men weren't, weren't in a hurry to help you because you were competition. So I met John Seaman with an unlikely name. John Seaman was a major player in the West Coast. Um, very um, mild-mannered looking fellow. You'd think of him as a banker if you saw him. I've seen photos of him and, and I don't know him, but I agree with you. I would think he's a banker. Yeah, but a really sweet guy. And he um, took me under his wing and, you know, he saw, he saw me on set a couple of times. And then uh, I was eager to talk to men and I was astonished that the men would go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, they, they were not in a hurry to help me out. And John was the one, he was so secure in himself that he was able to offer some great advice. Like he said, when it comes to a sex scene, the director is telling you to, hi, John, um, to stand on one leg and whistle Dixie and, and, fuck, and, and fuck like that. And <laughs> you're, you're trying to do that. Well, don't, because when it comes time to do your sex scene, they don't have a movie if you don't have a heart on. So that's the time for you to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Here's what I need. And you begin to learn about how you are. Like, I don't come fast from standing up. You're going to be working with me for four or five hours if that's what you want. Um, I also don't come fast from a blowjob. It just doesn't work that way in my body. You got to do some serious sucking and I got to do some serious sweating bullets until that works. So you learn these things about yourself and then you got to tell the director and you got to make sure you're working with a director that wants to go through that kind of stuff. Thank you, Patrick. Um, uh, oh, somebody, uh, Stephen wants to know where to get this book and uh, I, I predict that you will know where to get this book. Uh, yes. Uh, www.hindsightbook.com www.hindsightbook.com that's me so if you buy it from Amazon and all those people fuck you because <laughs> they, they get the money buy it from www.hindsightbook.com <laughs> and and I, I bet you'll personalize it too for him won't you if you ask yes I certainly will uh, I'll get the I'll get the notice and then I'll I'll if you have a, a special thing you'd like in there I'd be glad to oblige. Well, Kelly Richards just loved her book. She was in tears. Well, she was in tears a lot of the time. But anyway, she <laughs> it's a sad book. Oh God, he can't get it up again. <laughs> she got the book. She really uh, really appreciated that and and she was really happy then. She was in tears a dozen more times. But anyway, that's a whole different story. I'm delighted to hear she enjoyed it. Yeah. So anyway, Stephen says I'd rather get you the money. So thank you. That's that's always a great thing. So and I will um I'll put that link in and when we do the show notes for the show, 
on the replay, I'll put that in there as well, too, for Appreciate you. Appreciate so, it. Okay. Well, by now, Casey Scott is uh, probably uh, built up a defense here of everything that should be corrected. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, what I heard during Aaron's announcement was, Casey, you need to get to Florida in November. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I've never met. I've known Susie now for well over a decade and we've never I met. ever said that sir i don't believe that ever came out of my mouth no, no, mean, no, no, no you want me to stay away from Susie? Susie and Susie and lisa I are yours said that. i never said that <laughs> um i would i mean that just sounds like so much fun so we'll talk yeah um, we'll but... definitely talk that, oh yeah <laughs> yeah we'll talk um so it's interesting and it's so funny being reminded again so you started in the business and it was really, I think, just a little over a year that you were in there. So right. you made you made this decision as a young, as a young eighteen year old to get into this business, and then you still hadn't even turned twenty one before you decided I need to get my life together. Yeah. So it's like it's so interesting that the start of it is kind of like youthful abandon. Like, yeah, this is fun, I'll do it, and then this maturity that comes a year later. Yeah. I find that so fascinating. It's just like. Yeah, it's interesting. That's it was yeah. fear more than maturity, definitely. Like I felt like I was gonna die. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about that because there are people who kind of couldn't get away um, from the business and they didn't end up very well. No, I know. Um, it it all depends. Different people take different journeys. Yeah. Um, but I did want to um so I think I went over this. There's this there's this book that's considered the Bible of Fosca Del Film called only the best by Jim Holiday, and um, in the book he goes over <laughs> his the best sex scenes in adult film. And um, so, if anyone is if anyone ever questions or wonders the legendary status of Lisa Centris, he has a list of five oral sex scenes, only five of the best oral sex scenes ever, and they are Leslie Bovet and John Holmes in Eruption, Barbara Bourbon and Mark Stevens and and Pamela Mann. C.J. Lang and Tony Perez and anyone but my husband, Lisa Centrese and Ron Jeremy in Debbie <laughs> Dallas 2, and Marilyn Chambers and Ron Jeremy in Insatiable 2. So Lisa Centrese is up there with Leslie Bovet, Barbara Bourbon, C.J. Lang, and Marilyn Chambers as one of the most skilled <laughs> performers in, oh. in, in oral gratification oh. in adult film. So... And, and you didn't know that. that. I used to think of blowjob that you blew on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so how far? You can laugh, I did. How far you I did. Well, I did want to ask about that, that scene with Ron Jeremy, because I think you, you told me the genesis of how that scene came to be, and I think that it is so fascinating and funny how that really impressive deep throat scene occurred. Because I told Ron that's what I was going to do, and he, he said, no, I couldn't do that. My teeth would hurt him. <laughs> so I was like, hold my beer. <laughs> and I, you know what? I watched it. I watched it for the first time like a month ago, okay? And from seeing it, I knew what I was thinking because I, I saw where I like choked and then i started laughing and then i was like no because i'm getting this right <laughs> i did i i knew what i was thinking just by my expression she was reinventing she was reinventing linda lovelace in deep throat yeah yes. 
because I grew up hearing that and it was like, no, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Aspirational. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes. But also personally speaking, aspirational. <laughs> Thank like, you, yeah. yeah. I know, goals, you know. Goals, girl. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So um, major kudos as always. And um, yeah, I just think it's, I just, I think it's so interesting um, to just think about all you did with, with a year in the industry. And, and I knew nothing um, before. Impact. Yeah. You, which you told me that too. You kind of, kind of found yeah, you kind of discovered your sexuality in the yeah. industry, which is very, uh, very rare, I think. And it, oh, it was yeah, it was all new to me, and you know, mm-hmm. I was like down. <laughs> Casey, Casey, uh huh. You've seen the Star Maker, correct? I have. Okay, wouldn't unfortunately, that kind yes. of almost it's hard. Like a, wouldn't yeah. that almost be like a bibliography though on how Lisa got started in a way? It's more mm. of a Ken Yance um, ego Fantasy. trip. Yeah. yeah, ego trip. No, ego trip. I like that. Yeah. You know, he died, great. right? Yes. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. That's right. We, you, did, just, you did tell just, me. Just after we were talking about him, I was Googling him, and he had died literally the day before we had that conversation. That's crazy. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Yeah. And uh, what were your thoughts on Ken? Because I know that he is a polarizing figure in the industry. Oh, pimp. Yeah pimp yeah and a lazy motherfucker yeah that yeah when you got to live off somebody else or other people right because he did it it was seika first and then you in terms of yeah profiting but he really fucked her over he fucked her over with the licensing and shit yeah and no the first time mm-hmm. he said to me that he wanted half my money from the melody, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeez. No, so he sits I... in the audience and uh, gets all your money. Right. Right. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's not yeah. good. But we did get something good from him, which was the Centrice name, which is. Yeah, that's. Who, that's... Uh, there's no other Centrice in the world. It's I never heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard that. From... <laughs> right. The one and only. Yeah, lucky me, right? I know, very lucky. Yes, very lucky. Yeah. Well, I'll let I'll let everyone else get back to it, but I just I had to read off that list. Um, you're one of the five greats. I'm so. going to shout out to Sue Nero because she's going to listen to this tomorrow. Oh yeah, Susie. love you, Susie. That's right. She couldn't be on here tonight, but she'll or whenever they post the link, she will she will hear it. Yeah, I, I got to say something. Like Richard, we're talking East and West Coast. And I'm hearing this. I, I knew this kid on the street every day, seeing her with and Sue coming back around 46 or 47th with a restaurant, maybe running the Bernards. And the attitude you see now, although much more matured and much more enveloped in life's, is still the toughness that this girl was when she was 18. There was no, but there was. She, you give yourself a lot of discredit about being wide-eyed, but she was street smart. And her I was street and her smart. Family. She, this girl was street smart from the get-go. I mean, I would go back to Queens and come into Manhattan. Lisa could be out at 3 in the morning. She could be out at 2 in the afternoon. But she, And things were crazy then. You're not even talking the mid-80s. You're talking 1981. 1981, yeah. they were still on film, just about to transfer. Coke was a crazy 
New York was as dirty as it could get. Filthy. I mean, uh, I mean, 40 uh, Times Square was it was two and all second all Nebutals prostitute. I mean, it was nuts. Quaaludes. Quaaludes. And we were in an area of Bernard's, which was actually protected. The porn industry was clean compared to Times Square. Yeah. I mean, the people we hung out with knew each other, but the city was a mess. So Lisa was uh, a you got to think of grit, tough, smart. And, and I'm sure she had some support system. Susie was around. Lisa DeLeo, when she come to town, people we knew. But uh, what a magnificent girl you've turned into and oh, become a good you. friend of mine. Yeah, man, you're you're you're, you're well, we talk a little bit. She's a cool girl, but um, and did a lot. I was so surprised because Lisa's the type of person that I thought she disappeared. And I didn't know about Star Trek. I didn't know about all of this. And what a, a whole nother hour you, Patrick, could do easily two hours with, with what her life's been like. It's been it's a, a fantastic journey. Oh, definitely. Fantastic. It's been interesting. Yeah. Oh, I can't complain. No, I thought I've. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go to uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. How are you doing, Patrick? Hey, we're doing good. I got a question. Miss <laughs> and Grace. Yeah. It is a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Another bear. Yeah, Jonathan what? comes by now and then and, and uh, always picks the good ones to talk to, that's for sure. Yeah. What was your favorite movie to do? My favorite? Yeah. Was Society of Films. By far. Yeah. I had, I, yeah, I liked everybody there. Wonderful. Yeah. It was a good, good production to work with. Fantastic. Hey, David is with us. David, how are you doing today? Did you uh, get to watch the uh, USA versus Mexico or is that coming up? Well, that's coming up. <laughs> um, but I get, um, everybody already beat me to all the questions, seeing as I was last. <laughs> but um, thanks for showing up. Um, oh, thank you guys for showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sort of new to all this. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, like, meeting meeting the stars of uh, videos that I just recently seen. That's trippy. Um, just, getting, just getting into it. Like, um, I was never really into it. And then seeing how it how it went back in the days. Mm-hmm. But it's like now, like, the sort of, like, the whole acting is out of it. Like, yeah. I, it's really it it really makes for just like oh, okay i'm just gonna watch this for that but yeah i yeah so yeah I no you're right though but yeah i really had no questions because they were already spoken about i mean the whole oh, you're good. the whole photo shoot in front of the, <laughs> the <laughs> that was awkward that was, that was mine um i was in the service so i served i served eight years in the army right Thank you. <laughs> it's sort of funny to find this out about you and, and my my oldest son is a um military veteran as well and he's a commander at a vfw so he's still involved yeah. and uh yeah they know about the the army recruiting station that part they know <laughs> i'm supposed to ask while casey's here you can ask it uh go ahead casey um, I wondered if you wanted to share the story about Shark Man at Plato's Retreat. Uh, <laughs> you don't Shark have Man. to. <laughs> no, so I was with Jamie at 
at Plato's and this guy comes up to us and Jamie's like, I know who he is. He's from Jaws. And I'm like trying to figure out who it was, but it was Richard Dreyfus. And he came up and told us that he was a voyeur. I did not know what a voyeur was. And um, Jamie whispered it in my ear, <laughs> but Mr. Dreyfus didn't like the fact that I didn't know who he was and that I wasn't going to put on a show for him. Yes. And he asked where to get dope. And I was like, because we had Coke, I think. And I'm like, I can get weed. And he's like, no, not weed, dope. So I guess that means heroin. Right. I don't know. He was a big fan of uh, Tom Byron. He and Tom Byron, Tom went to an autograph show one time. And uh, Richard, really? Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus cornered Tom Byron for about 45 minutes and named off movies and films and oh he was bowing at jamie gillis yeah 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 so he uh it is kind of funny how you know things like that work around and and uh you know who you know is who you know and what you don't know is what you don't know so um it's kind of a, a unique situation there hey just one more time I want to promote that next week we'll be talking with lily craven and she was just uh, a great gal she is a ball of energy and she'll be a lot of fun to have uh, on with us next week. And she has just gotten her, finally, just gotten her photos that were supposed to be at Exotica. She got them this week. She says, now I'm stuck what? with a bunch of photos. What am I supposed to do with them? I said, I've got an idea. And so anyway, she uh, will be with us next week and she will uh, probably give us a special deal on photos because she was just, uh, uh, had planned to have a bunch of them at Exotica. I know she's planning on being at Exotica in Miami Actually, she's going to do all of them, and she says she's just not on the schedule yet. So, anyway, that's coming up as well. So, again, we do want to thank Lisa Centrese for her, her time and, of course, the good stories and everything like that. So, very nice. Thank you very much, Lisa. We're going to put thank this Thank you, guys. And, uh, again, next week, Lily Craven will be our guest. And, and until then, have a great week, everybody. Later.